Listener warning, this episode contains adult content and is not suitable for children. Welcome back to the Saucy Book Club. I'm Lana. And I'm Dylan. And I'm Beth. And we are back with our most recent read, The Moonlight Child by Karen McQuestion. Oh my gosh. We read this so long ago. I know, right? (laughs) Sorry, guys. I swear we'll get back on a schedule, but like we're just it's all like, summer. It's it's summer. We're all finding our footing in like different things. I just finished a half marathon. I guess we could like catch up with each other. So that that's happened. so fucking impressive. <clears throat> it was you. like I was just getting up for the day, and you would run a half marathon. <laughs> it's literally all the. <laughs> All the people that I sent, like, hey, you can track my run. Yeah. They woke up and they're like, oh, I saw you finished your run. Like, they <laughs> literally. And I'm like, literally me. Really fine. Yep. No, you, I literally yeah. like look to be like, where's Lana on the route? And it was like photos of you biting your metal. And I'm like, good job, girl. Right. <laughs> I totally Hilarious. meant to be like, good luck. Have a great day. Right? But you were already oh my done. God. That's fine. The weirder thing is like, I didn't post this. Um, I didn't post this um here, but anyways, I I had started a new job. I haven't even said that, but I've been in it for like almost a few months here in this position, and we trained like it was eight of us, and it was like in depth. So you like get to know each other. You're in the same room for two weeks straight, like doing this. <laughs> so one of not everybody makes it through, right? It's like the Hunger Games. Like some people are just not cut out to do my position what I do mm-hmm. it's not easy <laughs> and this girl was like out I didn't even know what happened right like I don't ask people's business but like out of <clears throat> excuse me out of the eight of us it was like five of us who are still there I get an uber ride it's a fucking girl who's in my training class uh, isn't uh-huh. that so funny and I like vibed with her and she like would talk we talk about each other's kids and stuff like yeah. And it was just kind of cool. And she's like, yo, the universe is crazy because I just declined a ride like right before I got your request. And I'm like, mm. that's so weird. Oh, yeah. So, that was cool. Yeah, it was just like a fun little story. Small but anyways, nice what have you got? Three. You have um an event coming up this weekend. I have all the events. I have Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And it Very is our, busy. all of our fundraisers at once. Um, but I'm excited because we're going to have beautiful weather. So they're going to be great oh. days yeah well, that's part of why we start so early so that we don't have to run in the sun yeah no that right. totally that's makes true. sense because like I let I walk my dog outside and I'm like <laughs> I feel so terrible for the it's people like it's split off so this is the buffalo marathon weekend and they do the marathon and the half marathon at the same time right so at the very end it splits off and it's like you're like me heading like I don't know less than half a mile toward finish so it goes 13.1 to the left and it's like blue or red or whatever and then the other one is another color it's like 26.2 and I'm like oh god like I couldn't even imagine I just can't like I'm the type of person if you watched I posted if you guys follow me obviously you two follow me but I posted a video of my finish and I'm just like literally um the tortoise in the hair I'm the tortoise and I stay that slow casual pace the whole time but it's funny because there were like grown-ass men who were like sprinting ahead of me at like mile three and four and then they were walking at mile 12 as I was still running and I just kind of was like looking and that you could tell they kept like 
looking at me like a girl going past them and then they'd start running again but then yeah. they would inevitably start walking again mm-hmm. because if, if you don't like teach people your body don't know endurance, how to pace themselves mm-hmm. yeah they don't and I was just like yeah. I'm not, I wasn't trying to beat you but it's cute like watching like grown men try to beat out. me yeah and I'm just like Haha, that's funny <laughs> anyway um <clears throat> yeah but Beth what have you been up to oh my gosh I mean just life I guess I could say with all the sports camping oh my god like, your calendar is I know insane. you guys I know I, should, I, mean, she I can't wish we could for it, privacy reasons yes. just to see the amount of Our squares and colors and things on I the wish you could like what about like like what about an old old month and then just like blur out like a bunch of info yeah you know what I mean I think that would be pretty funny yeah that would be too much oh there's not giving giving it away not really there's not something on there that oh, you- <laughs> except for my my wax but I mean <laughs> that's fine Wait, but Beth how what is your so wax funny. appointment what is it listed as in the oh, calendar yeah well I'm gonna preface this that there's a family calendar that everybody can see. And then there's a calendar that just Jason and I can see. So okay. he knows when my wax is. So the kids can't see that it's named Pussy Wax. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So I, yes. Yeah, so when I screenshot it and I shared it with the girls as I was telling them, you know, I got to fit this shit in. Yeah. Of course, Dylan zeroes in. <laughs> out of all of the other events that are listed wait i love that i didn't realize trauma for me because i'm the one that took her to get her first brazilian because i wanted to get one and i like barely made it through and never went again and beth was totally fine and gets them regularly and this was i mean over a decade ago um yeah it would just be so nice like I go through phases where I will do that for like six seven months and then I'll just be like I'm fucking so done with this and I'll just stop (laughs) and it's terrible because it takes your body like at least Uh three months to like get in the rhythm of doing it fuck I just I love the results I hate having to go it's not even I just I wish I was like a fucking rich person like in these Tessa Bailey books where they have somebody come to your hotel room I was like that just get laser yeah oh oh, that would laser would be really great but anyways wouldn't I wouldn't get lasered I would laser like my bikini, but I wouldn't just be a naked mole rat down there. I don't know. I feel you. I just want to be able to wear a bikini and not worry about. Oh, cheating. yes. Not That's having... the biggest. Yeah. Thing. No, the pool opened over the weekend and it was like the, you know, the first time I had to like shave above my knee in, you know, a year. <laughs> this is so. such like mom for us. <laughs> Oh, any I guys that it. are listening are like I'm um, done with y'all. B- Billy Razors, if you'd like to sponsor us, it'd be great. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, um, Meridian Trim. Do you guys have any side pieces? But like, I yes. we, won't, we won't harp on them. But no. like, because we, I like, have a good one that I think you guys would like, and I I wanted to wait until I finished it to tell you because it's got Stanley okay. Tucci. Oh, okay. So there's a show on Netflix called Inside Man with Stanley Tucci. And the guy, I can't think of what his name is, but he is, he was, um, uh, what is that show where like he goes back in time all the time? Doctor something. Doctor who. Yes. The guy that plays Doctor who. Uh Um, so it's called inside man 
And I'm really hoping that they're going to make a second season of this, but essentially it's like, it was a, I think it was like six or it might have even been four episodes. It was not a lot. It was like a mini series that the BBC did. Essentially he's a murderer in prison, like on death row. And people come to him to like solve unsolved crimes the warden is like likes him a lot and he brings him these cases and he's got this really funny like friend that's next to him in like a cell and this guy has like a photographic memory so this guy has to come to like everything with him and he's just like a funny side character but anyways they're just like people are bringing him these random cases and then this girl comes in to interview him for a magazine and in that um, he turns it down. He doesn't want to do anything like that. He's like, don't get it in your head that like, I'm a good person and blah, blah, blah. Like I deserve everything. Like he killed his wife, I guess. They don't really get super into it, but he's constantly like, you don't forget that I'm a monster. Mm-hmm. Um, she, so she turns on the interview, but then her friend that is like a casual acquaintance goes missing. So she comes to him to find it and he says like he's not gonna do it but in reality he's like very interested and is like about about ways trying to figure it out then the guy from doctor who uh david tennant is a vicar in like a church and there is this member of his church that is into kitty inappropriate videos of children okay Aye. he has he has a thumb drive that he asks the vicar to hide for him he has no idea what's on it, what it is. He takes it home with him and then is going to like, you know, whatever. Uh, this tutor comes to the his house to help tutor his son to get on the computer. And oh. she needs a thing. And essentially she opens it up and opens up this kitty video. No. And she thinks it's... It's the vicar. It's the vicar's. And yeah. then the son walks in and the son his son assumes that his dad's just got like regular porn on the screen and so he's like oh is that is that my porn not my dad's it's, it's probably mine that's just what everybody does and this person's looking at him like it's yours oh my god and she's freaking out so everybody starts to connect the dots and this oh woman god. is convinced that it's the son and the dad panics that she is going to leave and go and tell the cops that her son his son is watching child pornography and he won't let her leave and he hits her and all of a sudden it's like these very nice normal people are put into the situation where they're holding this um this tutor (laughs) essentially like hostage so it's just this very weird like juxtaposition of like tanley's stanley tanley stanley solving these different mysteries and then this thing is happening and these seemingly good normal people are put into this ridiculous situation where they think they're trying to protect their kid this lady thinks they're lying it's just like a big mess and it's like would you they they're like we can't let her leave like he's assaulted her she's gonna go to the cops and say that it's the kids they're not believing it's the vicar and like would you kill for your child uh and it's just it's, it's wild it's like four i think it's like four or five episodes but it was really, really good. It had a <laughs> like, crazy ending. And it seems insane. like it could potentially have another season. 
what and go where with it honestly i feel like you just gave me the whole recap i don't even need to watch it you have you have no idea because you don't i was like no idea what's gonna happen to them in like the tutor situation and what happened with like his Uh, stanley and like his wife and there's she's like you don't even know there's so much stuff i just kept going what I, kept thinking, I feel like, like I definitely saw the, and then something else the happens. thing for this. I definitely saw the trailer and like added it to my list, but I have not started it yet. Yeah. But it looked, I, I mean, Stanley Tucci, that's yes. all I really needed to know. Like, yeah. yeah. And you had great. me at Stanley Tucci. And he's not scary or anything like that. Like, he's still himself, but apparently he murdered someone. I mean, because you know it's him it's less scary i feel like probably i, mean, I don't know you're still kind like, of like daddy hey, i'm a murderer yeah <laughs> oh my god what about you beth uh i'll go the book route um Ooh. i did one of the books i feel like i've read a lot since we've chatted last but the one that i just finished was uh forever never by mm-hmm. Lucy Gore. Okay. Um, oh okay it was very good i loved it um so your your first lucy score it is okay i got a book of hers for free and now i really need to i want to read it but i like never talked to anybody who read her stuff yeah it i really liked it um and it was a very quick read it was almost 600 pages which is not for me yeah but um i i finished it in just a few days so it was it, it was a very quick read for me but um essentially it was just like a girl has to go back to her hometown she lives on like an island and her and this guy have had kind of like a will they won't they for 15 years or whatever but then they obviously get together and her smutty scenes are top-notch Ooh, i feel this is lucy score you said yeah yeah Yeah. so did you read the that the like the like the popular like the the things things we never got i've never read that and honestly, I didn't think it was smutty. And then I see people that are saying it's like, oh yeah, it's super good. But I've just oh. never read her stuff. Yeah. No, That's what I'm saying. I'm glad I have like funny. a firsthand review yeah. here with somebody, especially because I got one for free. I didn't even remember winning a Goodreads, but it's called like Rock Bottom Girl. Oh yeah. Something... yeah. Okay. I think they like redid the cover or something. So they yeah. gave mm. away a bunch of copies. I don't know. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah. You had to wait a little bit. It was a, it was a slow burn until like 250 pages in, but once your the sister started, loves a slow burn, it was, they didn't stop. So. Ooh, good. Yeah, to but know. That's I what made no you idea. fly through the book. Cause you're like, where is that? Yeah. The, it, yes. yeah. I thought yeah. it was good. They're like, her scenes were good. So. Good that's so funny well that's good to know i honestly i thought like she wrote like sad stuff because like the cover like the the titles that's what i thought too i was like i don't want to read this it gave me like colleen hoover but like really long and i was like i'm not trying to read a lot a long ass colleen hoover book like as long as they are oh wow judging a book by its cover look at that look at that now we know we know better what am i choosing so I think I'm going to choose something that I only started because I think it'll be fun for me to give a full review of it on random recap. Okay. So there's a new Hulu show and happy first day of pride. It's June 1st. There's a new Hulu show called drag me to dinner. Now I don't really know too many other drag competition shows besides the obvious RuPaul and all of RuPaul's you know sub shows within those right but this um has 
Bianca Del Rio is a judge, and then like three other people. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Neil Patrick Harris is one of the fucking oh, other oh, wow. people. He's like the main guy. Okay. Nice. So the concept of this show, Drag Me to Dinner, it's teams of drag queens. So two drag queens versus two drag queens. Mm-hmm. And they need to host a themed dinner party with dinners and cocktails. Oh, like obviously big, like drag style. So it's almost like a set. It reminds me of like WandaVision almost like it's it's a full 360 set with no audience. So like different setups. So they'll have like, again, I haven't fully finished it. Yeah, I just like met the first four queens or whatever. And it's just, it looks really good so far. So they gave them like a theme, like, okay, this first theme is like tiki or whatever. I don't know. So again, I'll let you know, but I just think it's fun to have more representation for the drag yeah. community. Those like, shows obviously. are always so great too. I just, the artistry, it's so impressive. And like, you know, I struggle to do like a fucking cat eye. So when I- The makeup, I know. Makeup is so crazy. And I- you know it's so funny I actually the same since middle school and (laughs) I know you'd appreciate this I have a Harry Potter coloring book and I keep it like next to my desk at work just for like meditation purposes (laughs) if I'm like stressed out yeah but I have been like drawing drag faces on like the characters because I think that it's fun (laughs) so so Ron actually has like a Bianca Del Rio um, makeup I will send you photos please pretty sickening they send me a photo. I can't draw anything. So oh my god! I love anyways, that. It we are long overdue to talk about this damn book. Beth, yes, please recap this book for me. Yes. So again, this is the Moonlight Child by Karen McQuestion, um, and this was one of my favorite things. Or I personally like the different storylines and then them connecting. Mm-hmm. So recapping, it's kind of like jumping from storyline to storyline. So. I'll try and keep it like not too confusing. So um, when the story begins, it begins with Wendy um, and they talk about her daughter, Morgan, who has been missing for years. Um, And then it kind of jumps into Sharon, who is an older lady. um, And one night she goes out onto her back porch and sees a young child a young girl washing dishes in the house beyond her fence so the next day her daughter amy um, calls her and asks her if she could take in a teenager nikki i think she's upper teens Um, yeah and she begins living there um kind of like a foster situation but not because she's a little bit older but um And then Sharon mentions the little girl that she saw. So they begin to dive into trying to investigate who this little girl is. Um, All the the while, little six-year-old Mia is living with the Flemings. So that's kind of the third storyline. One day, a few years prior, Suzette, who is the mom, and her son Jacob had been driving kind of in bumfuck. And a young child comes into the road um dirty in a diaper that kind of situation so Suzette stops and they attempt to find where Mia lives they come across the house which is um very run down and a really gross situation so while they're looking around inside the house they find the body of Mia's mother on the couch 
So they decide to take her and have kept her in the house ever since. Uh, Suzette makes her sleep in a secret room in the basement and has her do all of the household chores. She doesn't get to go outside. She doesn't go to school. Um, she basically just is a prisoner in the house. Um, so all the while, then Nikki, who is staying with Sharon, everybody keep up, um, befriends Jacob, the son of Suzette, and uses that as a way to get more information. And eventually it leads to the truth um, that Mia was actually Morgan's daughter, um, the girl that had been missing from the first storyline. And she finally gets the life she deserves living with her grandparents, Wendy and Edwin, um, is how it ends. So it is a happy ending in the end. <sighs> but damn, that middle. The- I know. It's, it is tough to you know we all have children so um kind of picturing a little six-year-old having to kind of like just how terrible Suzette was she was terrible and you know oh my god this book was not at all what I thought it was gonna be yeah what did you think it was gonna be versus I thought it was gonna be some sort of like you know like mystery spooky whatever not and it I liked it a lot, but I just, I had no idea that like, I told you I, I wouldn't do spooky. spooky. You told me, you told me <laughs> you didn't like it was spooky, like the so midnight thriller. Like I didn't think it was like someone stole a child and like indentured yeah. servant. Um, yeah. Well, I didn't fully, I, <laughs> I mean, I didn't know you don't get what that from the think. synopsis. Right. right yeah. Right. Like when you read the trailer and it's like, she wonders why there's a little girl doing dishes. Um, but it's like the weirdest part immediately is that Suzette's like yep we don't have a kid and right. it's like immediately like nope 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 we don't like and she just on top of it just the fact that she doesn't work her inner monologue was oh my so gosh. much like you guys oh I'm sure you if you read this and you're listening to this you know this bitch was like so full of herself she could not Delulu. deal with delusional but yeah like she just how long was she recognized that people were on her trail like her trail and yet she was like no it's no (laughs) i loved so many times her husband was like they're probably looking for the kid that we kidnapped and she's like no no social workers just come here weird so like why again what the fuck did she have against him like he would go to jail for what like i just was like how did Oh. Well, husband and Jacob keep up this facade for what three years four years however yeah. long it was yeah. he was a doctor like, and I yes. think that, yeah there was he was a criminal he's like he like of some he, sort. he frauded mm. whatever for like more money yeah, yeah. so she but to me I'm kind of like to me like this is my thing <laughs> you're gonna go to jail for one or the other right why would it yeah and at this point your wife fucked you over by putting you in this situation but like you also fucked yourself over like why did you like at a certain point after day one of like we're gonna bathe her take care of her right then you call the state like what what or i don't think you immediately call the police but i don't know right but a little snippet of their prior life is they did have the daughter that died as well so i think that yeah when they first took Ugh. yeah it was kind of a replacement situation and then it just kind of evolved she's she got totally healthy yeah she's like yeah but she's so good at floors right like right. oh my god so the way, pretty much yeah the she way that learned. the husband is just like yeah that's fine we'll just 
we'll just treat this child like oh yeah he thought he was like he thought he was a hero for putting a fucking tall fence like well we'll put a fence so she can have one yard like she's a a maximum security inmate like you get one hour of recreation outside like it was such a wild situation i was really afraid in reading it that the the son was gonna be awful also like not that he not that he was great like you know there was things certain things that he said or did whatever but for the most part you could tell that he cared a lot about her Mm-hmm. And didn't didn't feel like he had any power in that situation, which obviously he didn't. Um, but I was nervous for a second in reading it. Like, please don't tell me that this brother like abuses her also. Oh my god, him chasing them trying so to chase that was really that scared the happy shit that, that didn't. Yeah, he ended up being I would say my favorite character yes. only because he was so sweet and he went and got her sprite and got, you know, tried yeah. to get as good for her as he possibly could. Yes. He was stuck in such a shitty situation. He was in his own hell for sure. Oh my God. He's in a whole, oh. like, he's in an awful situation. I loved that at least the Nikki dad tried to refriend him too. Yeah. Was understanding of like, hey, we put our kid in this awful, awful, impossible situation. And now that we're going to deal with ramifications, we're going to make sure nothing touches him right. so that he was fine. And he got to go be with, you the know, their uncle, uncle that was going to mm. take care of him and, you know, whatever. So I, I really liked that. Like he got to be okay with all of it. I thought like it ended really well. That, I did you know, she I yeah. really, yeah, I was really glad that they had the whole ending with Wendy, letting him come and see her, and give her the dog yeah oh that that was so sweet oh yeah so that was a really great yeah he could have that closure because for those could yeah it was all she she had so yeah yeah and she's so young that you just have to think like i mean she's obviously gonna need therapy but like yeah. You got to hope that she can start her life fresh now and like close that chapter. But like, yeah, still have that dog for comfort or whatever. But yeah, yeah. you're right. Thank you for reminding me of that. That was so touching. Yeah. I like I, the I got- dog was so excited. That was such a like a Do sweet you know, little thing. Shit was so sideways. Like this story was so outlandish, right? That to be honest, I was almost afraid of Jacob. Like I thought he was too good to be true. Like although he had that bit of humanity with like the snacks and whatever. Mm-hmm. I still thought he obviously when you look at it, he still put his family first, you know? And like if he got a wind that like Nikki knew something, I was like would Jacob flip? Like, I was like, would that be, that would be a pretty twistier twist, right? Like, mm-hmm. if Jacob ended up being, I was kind of like waiting for that. No, I was like, afraid too. I was afraid too. I was pleasantly like, surprised on, that it was good. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. I'm glad that, that he, he was, was actually good. Like, yeah, he really did care about her. And I mean, and he, yeah. he saved her for sure. Cause that yeah. could have ended horribly. Oh, yeah. Like, it was, it needed, it was bending. It needed to break. Like, eventually, like, it's not sustainable. You can't hide a child like that. And then she's standing at the door, and she's like, oh, yeah, she wasn't there. It's like, what? She's literally standing here. It was just I so know. fucking weird. And it, it was good, too, for, like, the parents or, or the grandparents to, like, you know, it's, you lose your child, and that's mm. horrible, but Ugh. at least, you know, Oh, they the were DNA able to match. find find 
the the girl i knew mm-hmm. when they said that they put their dna online that that was going to come into play at some point right because it just seemed like an important thing that they were letting you know that they mm-hmm. had done the 23 and me as beth can attest to wild things can happen when you put your dna online mm. um so yeah i i really liked the book i liked it a lot like Yay. I said, I, I did not think it was going to go the way it was going, but I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll so. tell you, my favorite character was Sharon. Oh I love Sharon and Nikki. I was also yes. worried about that. I was worried yeah. that like, if they weren't going to be a thing and I was so happy that like, they were what each other needed in, yes. like, in a good way. That I made really me really love. happy too. That yeah. was like healing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They both just... were like, okay. I I find myself really enjoying books that have older woman characters lately. Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe because I'm just like everything I read a lot of romance. It's like I'm young and 21, and I'm just like okay, I'm over that. Like I want to know that there's fucking romance and there's fucking life to be lived. Like when I'm yeah. older, and just yeah. adventure and fun. Like it doesn't yep. stop when you like hit 30 40 like it, right. I don't know it's just like a lot of these books it's like a lot of I don't know yeah no they're teenagers I much prefer <clears throat> reading something where I can see myself and I'm a little the virgin <laughs> yeah I, I can't, I can't like, do the virgin books like please no he entered my channel no no um and we know oh beth God. loves uh age gap so she definitely wants character to be older <laughs> but yeah no i really like this so okay i gave it five stars but like i picked Same. it so it felt biased so <laughs> yeah no um i won't get into it because it's like such a rabbit hole but you know giving giving books reviews is some trauma lately oh my god you've been on if you've been on tiktok so um i think that girl was just like bored and she tried to get attention and she got it but it wasn't what she intended it was an author and she got dropped from her publisher because of it yeah and they were about to make her story into potentially a movie so she really screwed the pooch there by coming after somebody who left her a four a good four-star review everybody has their own like levels right but I think like like I'm gonna give everything unless had, I don't like it. She only most had eight people, reviews. <laughs> most people don't give five stars unless it's like the best thing they've ever read. Yeah. Right. Like I rarely give five. I don't think that that's a bad review. Yeah. Like if you yeah. if you give somebody like a two star, one star, and you say something awful, but when you say something really nice, like you know, and it's a biography, like it's a it's not it wasn't like fiction it's her life story so like girl it's art it's subjective like not everyone's gonna like what you like that's why the ratings are there and that's why the review part is there so that people can review it and then like don't you want to get feedback as an author like if somebody just gave you a one star with no review like fuck you i maybe i'd put them on blast maybe not their first and last name but like hey give some feedback no my silliness it, it was it, just I get so that it's dumb. your personal story and so it's probably hard when people say things about it because oh she was God, one of those people like... that was well she's one of those people that was kidnapped in the middle of the night and sent to those camps like Paris Hilton was that's what the story is oh. like how those people show up in your room and they just take you your her parents had signed her over that's the story so like I get that that's like a you know whatever but like you could say that you could be like, sorry, it wasn't exciting for you. It was a horrible thing that I, you know, whatever you don't, she called her a bitch. Like she was 
the terrible reaction to this person's review of her story. And so she screwed her pooch and the publisher that she pays to publish her book dropped her, which I thought was hilarious because most publishers, they're paying you. She's paying them to publish a book and they still dropped her. So not great for her. Be nice to people that are reading your books. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Like, especially when you only like the funnier thing is this woman was mad because she had seven five-star reviews and then she had an eighth review like girl you don't even have that many reviews like only eight people she's got a lot now goodreads had to shut it down oh my god i'm sure like she did it to herself but anyways so beth you you said five stars this is our first unanimous five stars yeah yeah and i think i i can't remember what i I didn't I don't think I rated it the first time I read it because this was Mm. the second time I had to read it (laughs) but it was years ago so it didn't much matter but yeah so I really liked it I would um recommend this a lot for those that like you know suspense and stuff yeah yeah Yeah. no I thought it was really good cool okay I'm dying to know the next pick oh my god don't leave me hanging I went back and forth. There's so many. It's so funny because our TBR lists are all so um, long. So (laughs) I know you had so much to choose from. I had. And then there's one that I want to read, but it's it is like a suspense one. And I was like, I don't want to do two of those in a row. So I'm going to wait on that one. Um, And I picked uh, a novel called Romantic Comedy by Curtis Sittenfeld, um, who actually is a woman which is weird. Um, Curtis sent. Oh, that has been in my TBR forever. So it's kind of a longer um, description, but I am going to read it. Please do. So uh, Sally Bilt is a sketch writer for the Night Owls, a late night live comedy show. So kind of like SNL that airs every Saturday with a couple of heartbreaks under her belt. She's long abandoned the search for love, settling instead for the occasional hookup career success in a close relationship with her stepfather to round out a satisfying life but when sally's friend and fellow writer danny horse begins dating annabelle a glamorous actress who guest hosts on the show he joins the not so exclusive group of talented but average looking and even dorky men at the show and in society at large who've gotten romantically involved with incredibly beautiful and accomplished women um so Sally channels her annoyance into a sketch called the Danny Horst rule, poking fun at this phenomenon while underscoring how unlikely it is that the reverse would ever happen for a woman. Enter Noah Brewster, a pop music sensation with a reputation for dating models who signed on as both host and musical guest for this week's show. Dazzle, dazzled by his charms, Sally hit it off with Noah instantly and as they collaborate, on one sketch after another she begins to wonder if there might actually be sparks flying but this isn't a romantic comedy it's real life and in real life someone like him would never date someone like her right so Mm. sounds interesting um hopefully i have looked at that so many times so cool well i'm excited because i have ten dollars like barnes and noble credits so now with this new oh, barnes nice. and noble thing yes. nice so i'm like oh i can put 10 bucks towards this perfect there you go and i think well, it might be one of the like buy one get one half off books too hmm. potentially oh, cool. it has a pretty yeah. cover so i don't mind keeping it yeah 
I know. I, I think it was on everybody's TBR. Yeah. So yeah. Oh my God. Well, there's a long sure. Libby wait. So I'm going to go to Barnes and Noble. Tomorrow's <laughs> Friday. So there you go. Yeah, It's got good reviews. So I'm hoping that it's funny and um, a good change up. I like yeah. it. So cool. Good pick. Ooh, nice, fresh summer pick. I know. Yes. I'm excited. Ooh, I was honestly thinking you were going to say happy place, but maybe that's what Dylan's. Oh, I already say. finished it. <gasps> I, I wouldn't you like it. I, I did like it. I wouldn't, oh, cool. I wouldn't pick. This is like, I love Emily, Emily Henry, Henry, but I wouldn't pick an Emily Henry as like a book, um, yeah, but it was I good though. Them. It's, uh, I don't know if anybody has read it or is about to read it. I, was I have it. it on random recap. It's like a, um, group of friends and one of the couples breaks up just as they're all supposed to go to a summer camp together where they do it every year and so like they're gonna go and pretend to be together for this week because it's like one of the friends is getting married and they don't want to make it awkward for everybody that's and you know so they're stuck pretending to love each other and then they fall in love again and they fall in love again because it's at a <laughs> wedding and like of course yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm but it's really good and it's a lot more i mean it's about them too but it's also a lot about the female friendships which i really liked um uh-huh. and and their relationship was great too so i liked it a lot um oh my god but yeah <laughs> I can't wait for you to read an Ellen Hildebrand book. Like you are really gonna like every time you talk about the so type of book you like. I know. I know, but just like try one. <laughs> Listen, you got me addicted to Akatar, which then got me addicted to Crescent City, which now I'm reading Throne of Glass. So like I think you could just no, try one yeah. Ellen Hildebrand. You're right. You're right. You're right. Tip your toe you know, I think about it every time I do book of the month because there's like a million Ellen Hildebrand options. Yeah, but there's a million at the library. I'm telling you. I'm just, sure there is. A but thousand... like they're there too. And uh, I just. Yeah. Winter in Paradise no. is where I would say to start. It's a great starting point. It's the first of like a three books. Oh, she does a lot of like three book series, which I know we all kind of like, like a duel or like not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Throne of Glass is pushing it for me with like the nine books. (laughs) I'm like, you and Mariah both, you guys are like on the same boat in the same spot of the series. We're like, I'm chugging along because I'm trying to also get the audiobook, but then the wait is like so long at the library that I'm like, Mm -hmm. all right, I'll read it. I got enough to read in between. I can just wait. There you go. See, that's the good thing about us is we are so different Mm because I can tell you right now, I'm never going to read that. (laughs) Right. I can tell you right now. Yeah, but like yeah. You, have, you know what I mean. Like it's yeah. fun yep. to have different types of yes. books come into. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you guys make me read things I wouldn't pick up normally, right. and I I've there's not been one I haven't liked. The only book I have ever hated is the first book Beth and I picked for a book club. That's it. oh my god, the Paper Palace. That Paper Palace, terrible. I'll say it every I know. time. I I saw that. I this... flip it upside down in every bookstore I go <laughs> I to. I saw that this pick that you picked had the Reese's Book Club, and I was like, I'm I not thought e- the same. I'm not I even had a little PTSD. Sorry, Reese. This one will be okay. I think this one sure will be. You know, there's a lot of Reese's book club ones that I really did adore. I would definitely recommend that book, Lucky. It was super good and it was like a very short, quick read. Um, I got it from the library. But, anyways, we're so off the rails. Yeah. Um, okay. The book you said was Winter in Paradise, right? That's the, that's yeah. where I would start. Okay. Yeah. Far Double off. check that it's the first one in the series, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what you have to say about it. Okay, so that's a perfect summer read. Enjoy. Highly recommend Miss Hildebrand. But anyways, thank you guys so much for joining us.
We hope your Kindle stays charged. We hope you'll stay with us. But mostly, we hope you stay saucy. <laughs> Good night. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed our show, please consider giving us a follow, rating, and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Got a book recommendation? Send it to the Saucy Book Club at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at the Saucy Book Club. This podcast was created, written, and produced by Dylan Harrison, Lana Rich, and Bethany Adamran. For more information, head to linktree.com forward slash the Saucy Book Club. Stay saucy. See you next time. Thank you.